Hello, listeners. This is Clint. And this is Chad. And together we make School Ja, the podcast starring two middle-aged teachers, dads, and hipster doofuses who like to chat about their combined 32 years of classroom calamities. You may have noticed that things sound a little different today than usual. What? No, this sounds normal. Well, as normal as we ever get. But today we're recording our dialogue separately and combining it through the magic of editing. Yeah, the school year has gotten a little bit hectic and we couldn't get our schedules to match up. So today we have a short episode for you. We figured it would be better than no episode. Well, we hoped it would be better than no episode. Quiet. But what we thought we'd do is share a quick profile of two smarties in the education world that help us get ideas and improve our teaching practices. Because every teacher knows it takes a village to come up with lessons that engage our students. And in late April, most teachers I know are spent and have very little left to give. But online, those ideas are perpetually fresh and ripe for the picking. So each of us have chosen someone we admire to tell you about. Chad, take it away. So when I think of someone that I look for, for inspiration or guidance as I'm working with youth, the person that keeps coming to mind to me is John Wooden. For those of you that are listening that don't know, John Wooden was a collegiate basketball coach in the late 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, and coached at UCLA, won 10 championships there in, in 11 years, which is just an unprecedented number. It's one of those pinnacles that would probably never be reached again. During his collegiate coaching career, 620 wins and 140 losses. It also, I, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but he coached 11 years as a high school English teacher and, and basketball coach and, and had a 218 and 42 record in those 11 years. So spent a, spent a good part of a career uh, as a high school teacher as well before moving on to you know 30 plus years of collegiate coaching. But the thing that really stands out with John Wooden, and this is why I kind of keep coming back to him as a teacher, is the things that he preached to his athletes, uh, the skills that he taught and the things, the places that he started were still based on hard work, integrity, effort over results. You know, even as a big time coach at a big time uh, collegiate level, uh, he still preached that doing your best was was his definition of success. He he created a thing called the pyramid of success. And the pyramid of success is is a bunch of traits that, that he, he decided were the most essential things that you needed to be successful. And he put them in a pyramid because the foundation of that pyramid he deemed to be the most important and the traits that were essential in order to move up to the top, which at the very top of the pyramid, he had competitive greatness. And so just a couple of those traits, things like industriousness, these are all at the bottom, industriousness, friendship, loyalty, cooperation, enthusiasm. These are all things that I think sometimes we forget as adults that if we don't have these, it's hard to move on to the next. You know, friendship, loyalty, uh, cooperation, something that we teach in preschool and in kindergarten, but sometimes don't remember and don't continue to do when we're, when we're adults or older kids. Then moving up the ladder, self-control, alertness, initiative, intentness, team spirit, skill, condition, poise, confidence, and then competitive greatness. To me, the thing that stands out the most is at that bottom of that pyramid are all the things that are character traits, that are things that we all need, we should all have. And and his point was, you know, if you didn't have these traits, then it's going to be really hard to, to move on to the next part. And once again, this man won a ridiculous amount of games with probably, you know, athletes that had big egos and, and, and could have been difficult to work with, but he still... 
uh, really stress the importance of those things. I read a book on him once, uh, and there's many out there, but uh, I remember part of it where they were talking about he would teach every one of his freshman athletes that came in the whole lesson on putting your socks on right. And uh, kind of the point of that was if you can't do the little things right, if you can't if you can't cross your T's and dot your I's and, and, and do the detailed things, how can I expect you to do the great things that we're trying to do? And so really preaching, you know, just that, you know, the details are important and doing everything right is essential. You know, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but his definition of success was essentially just that idea of if you have done the best that you can be at your abilities, then you should have the satisfaction of knowing that you have been successful. And that's pretty impactful. And I know we say that a lot to kids. We say, oh, well, you did your best and that's great. And, you know, the scoreboard isn't the way we want it to, or our grade isn't exactly where we want it to be. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Um, but if that's something that, you know, as all of us, if we could live by, uh, we'd, we'd be much better off for it. And it would also allow us to more clearly define if we really did give it our best effort. Because sometimes you win the game and you didn't give it your best effort. And, uh, you know, his message was, you know, that's that's still not good enough for us. And so I think that's an important thing to take away. In terms of where to find, you know, John Wooden, obviously you could Google it and you're going to find all kinds of things. Uh, there's a couple of really good websites. The Wooden Effect, all one word, really break down a lot of those traits on the pyramid and apply them to daily life and activities and and, and, and kind of how you can apply some of those traits to your day-to-day -day life. Uh, CoachWooden.com is also a pretty popular place to go to and find a lot of uh, John Wooden quotes and you know a lot of his teachings. And there's a ton of videos out there. I will sometimes show them to my, my, my classes because of the messages that he sends and things like that. So anyway, that's John Wooden. And Clint, what do you have? It's kind of funny how the two of us approach this topic. You kind of went old school to see what we could learn from the past, and I went tech crazy looking to see what we could find to help us as we move forward into the future. I know that there are a lot of influencers on social media, and my original plan was to chat with Laura, one of my colleagues and friends, to teach me how to use Instagram and find some of the people she follows on there. I don't have an instant account because I am an old, and I thought this would be a good chance to test her thesis that there's a lot of good stuff on there, if only I knew where to look. Unfortunately, that didn't really work out. Our school schedules never lined up to give us a chance to break it down. Plus, we had other, more important things to discuss. For instance, she told me everything I needed to know about Avengers Endgame so I wouldn't have to watch it, but would still know enough about what was going on so I could be part of the overall pop culture conversation. Sorry, nerds. I only have space in my tiny brain for two fictitious narrative universes, Star Wars and Harry Potter. I don't want to add the Marvel mess and then break my brain. So I started scouring Twitter, a social media platform I understand a little bit better, to find some folks that were good to follow. I found quite a few people that were pretty great, and they all had different angles on the world of education to explore. I was really struggling to come up with which one to focus on and ultimately had to come to a difficult decision. I was going to have to break my own rules. So when I originally came up with the idea for the topic for today's episode, I thought I was going to find a single person with tons of great answers to today's teaching dilemmas that I could recommend as a follow. Following someone is nice because their ideas and thoughts just pop up automatically in your feed instead of you having to actively seek it out. That's pretty cool because I don't know about you, Chad, but just reading nothing but educational theory all the time can get pretty tedious. So it's helpful to watch a video of Damian Lillard absolutely destroying the OKC Thunder in the first round of the playoffs, then see a graphic of some helpful starter exercises to activate student brains one tweet later. Unfortunately, there were too many people to choose from. I don't know if you knew this, Chad, but there are around 3.6 million teachers 
teachers in the United States, and apparently most of them have active Twitter accounts. Probably only half of them have a podcast, though, so we're in the clear on that one. Aside from the sheer number, each person I found seemed to have a different specialty. Discipline, assessment, lesson ideas, ways to decorate your room, etc., which made it hard because I wasn't sure what each of our listeners needed to hear the most. But then I came to the conclusion that I was fundamentally misunderstanding the glory of Twitter, its ability to be a hive mind. We can easily find people that we like to follow by checking out a hashtag and scrolling through a ton of interesting tweets and links, following the people we like and ignoring what seems less useful. So rather than a single person to follow, I have a hashtag that I found incredibly useful. It's hashtag EdChat. It connected me with individual teachers, research organizations, publishers, and more, all working toward improving education. I didn't see any of the swampy negativity that political Twitter is known for, just uplifting and useful information and ideas for every teacher and parent out there. So while it doesn't really fit the original parameters of the premise of today's show, I cannot recommend highly enough the Twitter hashtag EdChat. That's E-D-C-H-A-T. I think it will be very useful for teachers stuck in the end-of-the-year rut that I seem to be finding myself in. I know that was a pretty short episode, but that's the end. If you want more information about anything that we've discussed today, head on over to our website, schooljapod.com. You can contact us on Twitter or Facebook by searching schooljapod, or you can send us an email at schooljapodcast.com. As always, the music was provided by my wonderful wife, Nikki, and our cover design came from a friend of the pod, Corey Logan. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And why not check out my online store, chatterboxes.com. There's lots of cool stuff there. You can follow me on Twitter at Story. Or me at Chatterboxes on Instagram. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.